If you play guitar, then this show is for you. Learning guitar is one of the most rewarding journeys you could ever set out on, but you might be making one of five guitar journey derailing mistakes. But don't worry, in today's show, I'm gonna share with you what those mistakes are and what you can do to fix them. Hey, TAC family, welcome to episode number 200 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Yes, indeed, we are on episode number 200. What an incredible, incredible milestone. This show is all about bringing fun, focus, and progress to your guitar journey through my weekly Guitar Geek list, plus success stories from your fellow TAC members. Has anything ever gotten in the way of your guitar playing, your progress, your guitar routine? Well, today you're gonna to be meeting TAC family member Dennis, who encountered a major, major health hurdle but he kept playing guitar and he kept progressing. You're gonna get some truly valuable perspective from Dennis here in just a little bit, plus you're gonna get your weekly dose of acoustic news you can use, which includes some invaluable wisdom about the metronome, a way to help a fellow guitar geek in need, plus some new music for you to listen to. But first, let's dive into the five guitar journey mistakes and what you can do to fix them. Since this is episode number 200, and since I've always wanted to be a game show host of sorts, I wanna do this in a countdown fashion. We're gonna start at Guitar Journey Mistake number five and work our way to Guitar Journey Mistake number one, the worst possible mistake you could ever make. And of course, what you can do to fix it. But we'll get to mistake number one. Let's start out with mistake number five, and that is practicing your guitar. Now, before you stop watching, let me please, just, just please let me explain. Practicing the guitar conjures up images of a blank, stark, cold room with a music stand and a chair, and one of those clocks you'd see at like the DMV. That's not fun. I want you to have fun with your guitar. So instead of practicing the guitar, play the guitar. Playing incites these images of having fun, smiles, laughs, making a mistake and laughing about it, but getting better. See, fun is directly related to getting better because fun is what keeps you coming back to the guitar. There's this common myth that you have to delay fun until you're good enough to have it. Oh, I have to work on all this boring stuff and then once I get through that, then I'll be able to have fun. No, I want you to have fun from day one. That's a, that's a cool little statement, fun from day one. Yeah, think of that, it could be your mantra. So instead of practicing the guitar, focus on playing the guitar because it's fun, because it's gonna keep you coming back, and because, well, that's probably why you got into the guitar in the first place. Guitar journey mistake number four is lack of focus. How many times have you sat down to play the guitar, you pull up a video, and then you proceed to watch roughly 30 more videos? and proceed to roughly play guitar for zero cumulative minutes. Unfortunately, this happens all the time, but it's not your fault. It's because we're bombarded by distraction all the time. So how do you fix this? Well, you have to minimize distractions. You have to set yourself up for success. So what does this mean? Well, let me give you three different scenarios. Number one, you pull up a video on YouTube and there's that little sidebar, that distraction devil of a sidebar that says, hey, you might like this video too. Instead of looking at that, instead of giving yourself that option, if you're watching a video on YouTube, put it on full screen, erase that sidebar, get it out of there. You don't need it. You wanna focus on guitar playing. The second scenario is looking up tablature online. You should do that, it's really fun. You can play some of your favorite songs pretty darn quick. But instead of looking at it on your computer screen, print it off, 
turn off the computer, and then go ahead and read that physical tablature. It'll limit you being distracted from all those other ads and things that pop up. The final scenario, your phone. You might say, well, gosh, you know, I use my phone for a metronome. That's fine, and I want you to use your phone for a metronome, but put your phone in airplane mode. This will minimize those distractions. It will minimize the temptation to surf Instagram, surf YouTube, text your friend, right? So put that phone in airplane mode. This way you can use your metronome on your phone distraction-free. Guitar journey mistake number three, unrealistic expectations. Actually, scratch that, expectations in general. A great man once said, expectations are where fun goes to die. Now, I first heard that quote from TAC family member Jumpin' Jeff S. I'm not sure if he was the first one to say it, but that's where I heard it first, and that quote has sat with me since that very day. Expectations are where fun goes to die. Unfortunately, in the guitar world, it's littered with unrealistic expectations. I put in this many hours, I should be this good. I've been playing guitar this long, I should be able to play all these things. Well, gosh, I've had a guitar since I was five. I should be able to do this, that, and the other thing. That's quite simply not true. And it can get you into a lot of trouble. Trouble by way of being frustrated with a guitar. Trouble by way of putting the guitar down for good. So what do you do with these expectations? Put them to bed, get them out of your head. Wow, I'm really rhyming today. It must be episode 200. What I want you to do is, when you sit down to play the guitar, don't expect a certain result other than to have fun with the instrument. Enjoy the journey. It's such a cliche statement, but it is so true. When you have an expectation, you're focusing on the future and what you might be able to do if you do X, Y, and Z. Don't focus on the future, focus on the now. Focus on what you're doing at the very moment. A great way to get rid of expectations is to focus on small wins. Look at your playing session, even if it was only 10 minutes, and say, gosh, what did I do today that was awesome? Maybe you made a buzz-free F chord. That's huge. It might not mean you can play that song that includes the F chord, but it means that you've played an F chord buzz-free, which is an enormous win, and you should celebrate that. Don't take it as a loss because you can't play that song you expected to be able to play. Take it as a win that, holy smokes, you got one step closer. Look for those small wins at every turn. It could be the fact that you changed new strings, or you changed your guitar's strings and finally put new ones on, and your guitar sounds great. It could be the fact that you sat down to play today even though you thought you might not be able to. So to defeat that expectation monster, go ahead and celebrate those small wins. It brings that positive momentum to your guitar journey and it carries you through those days when you feel like nothing's going right. Guitar journey mistake number two, not planning for reality. I hear this all the time from very well-meaning guitar players. Yeah, I'm gonna sit down and play an hour every single day. I totally have the time. To which I ask, is that based in reality? Because on paper, I'm sure it looks great. But when you bring in the curveballs that life will inevitably throw you, playing for an hour a day is a pretty tall order. Now, I say this from my own personal experience, probably more than 15 years ago, when I was first learning how to play the guitar, I thought to myself, yeah, I can play an hour a day. Heck yeah, I'll get better in no time. Every single day, one hour, that's not that hard. Well, on Monday, I would get my hour in and I felt like, yeah, this is the ticket, I got it. 
Well, on Tuesday, I would only get a half an hour of playing in, and I thought, well, you know what? I'll just take that half hour I missed, and I'll roll it over into Wednesday. Well, Wednesday comes around, you're supposed to play guitar for an hour and a half, and then pretty soon some sort of curveball happens. The car breaks down, you have to run into work, you have to pick up little Timmy at school because he barfed everywhere. Well, you didn't get to play guitar that day. So what happens on Thursday? Well, I guess you have to roll that hour and a half into Thursday and practice for two and a half hours on Thursday. That's a tall order. And you can quickly see how that starts to build this negativity around playing guitar. It starts to build in this have to and I should be. I don't want you saying those phrases. Instead, I'd much rather you play for a minimum of 10 minutes a day. Now, again, I hear this all the time. You really think playing 10 minutes a day is gonna make me any better at guitar? To which I respond, yes, it's actually scientifically proven. I guarantee you, if you play a minimum of 10 minutes per day, you will get better at guitar than you ever thought you could. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but the, the theory behind 10 minutes is that on a really busy day, you can carve out a little chunk of time 10 minutes to just play the guitar and you'll feel good about it because you accomplished what you set out to do. Whereas if you had to play an hour and you weren't able to do it, you'd feel pretty poorly about that. Conversely, if you sit down to play for 10 minutes and you think, you know what, I actually, I have the afternoon off. I can just keep playing and you, and you end up playing for an hour, that's bonus, right? So you're positioning yourself from, you're positioning yourself to look at your guitar playing from this wonderful perspective of minimum of 10 minutes. If I get that in, I'm gonna celebrate. And if I get that 10 minutes in and I go beyond that 10 minutes, well, it's bonus time and I get to celebrate that much more. So ultimately, you're taking a much more positive view on your guitar playing routine than you are when you look at an unrealistic schedule that ultimately gives you this negative skew towards your guitar playing. I want you to be positive. Get in at least, at minimum, 10 minutes of guitar playing every day, and I guarantee you, you will get better. We're on episode 200, that's a major milestone. Here we've arrived at guitar journey mistake number one, and that's a major milestone. Well, it'll be a major milestone when you learn how to fix it. Now, here's the ironic thing about guitar journey mistake number one. It's a huge problem with an easy fix. Guitar journey mistake number one is lack of routine. I hear this so often. Oh, I just kind of gave up playing guitar, it wasn't any fun. Or gosh, you know, I, I learned a bunch right at the beginning and then I kind of just stopped playing and then, you know, I haven't really picked it up. Or gosh, you know, I go through these fits and starts of learning a bunch and then I stop playing and then I learn a bunch more and I stop playing and then, and then I realize I forgot everything and I just, I feel kind of bad about that. A routine solves that problem. A routine is you consistently playing guitar. A routine is you consistently progressing. A routine is you consistently having fun playing your guitar. Chances are you got into guitar to have fun and have it be a fulfilling addition to your life. So make it that with a consistent guitar routine. Play at least 10 minutes per day. If you can, play at the same time and at the same place. This is an interesting parallel that I like to, I like to, uh, to draw here. You know, how often do you walk around your house just agonizing about when you're gonna brush your teeth, where you're gonna brush your teeth. Chances are you don't. Chances are you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, and right before bed, lo and behold, you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth again. You don't have to think about it. 
That's what a guitar routine can offer you. You don't have to think about, gosh, when am I gonna get my guitar playing in? You think, okay, it's 8 a.m., I gotta get my 10 minutes per day. Or you think, gosh, you know what? Before 5 p.m. tonight, I gotta get my 10 minutes of guitar playing in. That is doable for anybody, even with a busy schedule. If you've been watching the Acoustic Tuesday show for some time, you've seen countless examples of people that are extremely busy, pulled in a ton of different directions, that still play regularly, that still progress. And this is because of their guitar routine. It's easy to start. Think of a time that works for you. Think of a place that works for you and get in your 10 minutes of guitar playing and celebrate those small wins. Take into account everything we've talked about today. Just bundle that all up into your guitar routine, wrap it up with a nice little bow, and you can start really truly enjoying the guitar, having fun with it, having it be a fulfilling addition to your life. This is gonna be such a great segue because we just talked about a guitar routine and how important it is to have a solid guitar routine. But it's true that life does happen and there are things that can get in your way. There are things that can get in your way of playing the guitar. There's things that can get in your way of, of your guitar routine. There's things that just plain get in the way. So what do you do when that happens? Well, I'd like you to meet TAC family member Dennis. Dennis just participated in our most recent 90-day progress party that we do within Tony's Acoustic Challenge. I'll give you some more details on that here in just a bit. Um, here, the quick version is that every 90 days, at the beginning of every quarter, the entire Tony's Acoustic Challenge family gets together, we talk about our guitar goals, we talk about our guitar routine, and we talk about things that, well, got in our way and how we overcame them. Dennis is a great example. Dennis encountered a major health hurdle that got in the way of him singing and playing the guitar. His passion, something he truly loved to do. But instead of hanging it up and saying, gosh, I can't do that anymore, Dennis shifted his focus. Now, I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag here. I'm gonna let Dennis tell you his story. Here he is. Uh, Dennis, what happened to you over the last 90 days that was not ideal, but you know what, you persevered? Well. I don't know if you can see it, but I've had uh, both sides of my neck operated on since April and pretty much took my voice out. Oh my so God. I've been concentrating on just finger picking and I picked up the violin and started playing the violin and it's really forcing me to learn uh, scales and and playing one or two strings at a time. Wow, Dennis is a true inspiration. I mean, I don't even know if I need to add anything to that. Other than that, your perspective plays a huge part in how you view your progress and how you view your guitar journey. And Dennis is just a great example. You know, he had the thing that he loves doing taken away from him, but he said, you know what? I might not be able to sing and play, Instead, I'm gonna focus on learning the fretboard. Instead, I'm gonna focus on playing the guitar and really understanding it from that perspective. How cool is that? How inspiring? I got, I got goosebumps just, just talking about it right now. I can't even tell you where my mind was at when I first heard his story. He shared that live on our progress party and I was, I was darn speechless, which is, which is crazy. That's saying quite a bit because I do enjoy talking. That's why I kind of host a guitar talk show. But I couldn't think of a better story to share on episode 200 of the Acoustic Tuesday show. And I really hope that it, it is uplifting for you and it really inspires you despite anything that, that gets thrown your way. I want you to maintain that guitar routine. It's so important for your mental well-being and for just 
feeling good about something that you're passionate about. Now, I said that uh, I said before that I was going to give you some more details on that 90-day Tony's Acoustic Challenge progress party. I want you to mark your calendars. The next one is October 6th, and we start going live at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. And again, this is for all Tony's Acoustic Challenge members. You're all invited. Uh, please show up and be ready to not only think about your guitar routine, but be willing to share your guitar routine and what what you do to help you achieve your goals during this progress party. It's one of the coolest things that I've really ever been a part of. It's so awesome to hear from varied guitar geeks with, with varied life situations and varied guitar goals really talk about what they're after and how they're going to get there. It's so cool to hear from people that just started playing guitar. It's so cool to hear from folks that have been playing guitar all along. And it's, it's great to hear from folks that played guitar a long time ago and now they're just getting back into it. All the goals are very unique, but but what gets us there is that routine. And I think the insight that you gain from hearing others' guitar routines is invaluable. It's time for your math pop quiz. What's 200 minus seven? If you answered 193, you are absolutely correct. And that's the exact episode we're going to revisit. Episode 193 of the Acoustic Tuesday show was focused on the 10 best acoustic blues albums ever to be recorded. There were some amazing comments on that show. And I wanna revisit a few of them right now because I mentioned 10 albums. And if you look at the comments from that show, there were probably about 40 more albums mentioned in the comments. So it has kind of become this, this resource for all things acoustic blues. If you haven't seen that episode, again, it's episode 193. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, let's go ahead and dig into those comments. The first one comes from Reg Mack. He says this, thanks for doing this. I own the Lightning Hopkins, Robert Johnson, and Mississippi John Hurt on vinyl and CD. I will order the Mance Lipscomb album today. I was surprised that Muddy Waters' folk singer didn't make the top 10. Reg, I was surprised too. Okay, so I had a list of probably about 25 to 30 albums that I was like, these are my favorite. How do I trim this down to 10? Folk Singer by Muddy Waters was literally number 11. I am not, that is no joke. If I can find the piece of paper, if Whitney hasn't thrown it out yet, I will show you that piece of paper on a future Acoustic Tuesday episode. Folk Singer by Muddy Waters was literally number 11. Muddy Waters is a, a longtime favorite of mine. I have to thank my Uncle Paul for introducing me to Muddy Waters. And that is one hell of an album. Great comment, Reg. Thanks for watching and thanks for commenting. Our next comment comes from Del Playa 5. Del Playa 5. That, that makes me think of the beach. Uh, they say this, hard to beat Skip James. He has such a unique sound. I would add Ragtime Texas by Henry Thomas. You know, uh, thank you for your comment. And I've never heard Henry Thomas. So it is now on my list of new musicians to discover. And this is what was so cool about this episode. You know, I think there's this, this common myth that if you play guitar, if you play a certain genre, if you like a certain genre, you should just automatically know all the artists in that genre. And if you don't know one, oh goodness, how could you, how could you not know them? Well, here I'm looking at the comments on this episode and I'm, I'm seeing all these artists that I've never heard of. And this is so exciting because it's, it gives me something to discover. And I think that's so cool and such an interesting perspective shift. Instead of feeling like, oh, I should have known that artist, don't feel that way. Be excited about the fact that, well, gosh, you get to discover another musical great, another guitar great. So cool. Thank you for the comment, Del Playa 5. Our next comment comes from Dale Brandenberger. He says this, 
Tony, you have a lot of great classic li classics listed, but it's all really old stuff. You have to check out Buddy Guy and Junior Wells Alone and Acoustic. Dale, that was on my list of 25. In fact, I have that, that record on vinyl. I just recently bought it, probably in the last uh, three or so months. It's a great album. So for those looking for another acoustic blues album to check out, Dale, you nailed it. Uh, uh, Alone and Acoustic by Buddy Guy and Junior Wells. Okay, I've got one more comment, and this comes from Stanby2712. Here's what they say. Whew, great list. The first two I'd add to the list would be Harlem Street Singer by Reverend Gary Davis and Atlanta 12 String by Blind Willie McTell. Both stunning. And while I was typing, there must be room on this list for Blind Boy Fuller, Blind Lemon Jefferson, and Blind Blake. All three seminal influences. This list may very well run and run. I completely agree. Uh, <laughs> awesome additions right there. Uh, Harlem Street Singer was on my list of 25. Um, Atlanta 12 String was not, and it should have been. Blind Willie McTell is fantastic. And the other artists that you mentioned, um, yeah, I feel like this list should have been like a 50 album list. Maybe, maybe when I do this list again, maybe I should do this list again in a year and do like a top 50. Let me know what you think. In the comments below, let me know if you'd be interested in something like that, like a year-end, like top 100. Maybe that would be kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, Rolling Stone does it. I'm, I'm not Rolling Stone, but I like music, and I'd, I'd like to offer maybe my favorite 100 albums. I don't know. Let me know what you think in the comments below. If you'd like to watch an episode like that, I'd certainly be happy to, uh, to curate an episode like that. So, yeah, go ahead and let me know in the comments below. And I just want to uh, say a quick thank you to the Guitar Geek family here. You know, here we are on episode 200, and it's pretty astounding to look back. That's nearly four years of the Acoustic Tuesday show. And this show would be nothing if it weren't for the people that watched it on a regular basis. Most of you are Tony's Acoustic Challenge members. For that, I thank you immensely. Some of you are just guitar geeks, just kind of hanging out on the periphery. And for that, I thank you as well. It's incredible to have this, this wonderful guitar geek community community that is so truly supportive. And to be able to gather together every Tuesday and just, just be geeks together and, and get inspired and, and stay on track to becoming better guitar players, it's so cool. And I'm, I'm really humbled that you allow me to be a part of your guitar journey. Okay, one quick announcement before we get to your weekly dose of acoustic news you can use. I wanna feature you on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. And there are two different ways you can get featured. Number one, share your guitar arsenal. All you have to do is go to TonyPolacastro.com forward slash shop. Step number one is get yourself a guitar arsenal shirt. Step number two, once that guitar arsenal shirt arrives, put it on, take a picture amongst all of your guitars. And step number three, click the link at the top of that shop page. You'll be able to submit your picture. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the guitars in your guitar collection. Now you're thinking, okay, that's a cool way. I'd like to do that. But there's a second way you can get featured as well. And that is, again, go to TonyPolacastro.com forward slash shop and pick yourself up some Acoustic Tuesday merchandise or some Tony's Acoustic Challenge merchandise. Once that merchandise arrives, put it on, take a picture of yourself, take a picture of yourself, and go ahead and submit it using that same link at the top. You can upload your picture, tell us a little bit about yourself, and say hi to your fellow guitar geeks. Whether you get a mug, or a hat, or a t-shirt, or a sweatshirt, I wanna see it, your fellow guitar geeks wanna see it as well. And of course, the best way for your fellow guitar geeks to see it is get featured in the Acoustic Tuesday Show. I've already told you how to do that. Holy smokes, announcement over. 
Whew, episode 200 is, is wearing me out. But we do have one final segment, and that is, of course, acoustic news you can use. I feel like I should have this cool graphic that's like, psh, 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 acoustic news you can use. We don't have that right now. So uh, we're just gonna go ahead and dig in. I've got a lot of really great stuff. Uh, let's kick things off with some new music. <laughs> I feel like it was a letdown saying that I should have this graphic and I don't. But anyways, that's just me brainstorming out loud. Let's dig into the news. Uh, our first item is indeed new music. Billy Strings has a new album coming out September 24th. It's entitled Renewal, and he just released a song off of that new album. The song is entitled Fireline. Let's listen to a bit of it right now. Now I have some metronome wisdom that I want to share with you. Well, I don't want to share it with you. Andy Hall wants to share it with you. Andy Hall is the dobro player in the String Dusters. If you haven't heard him play, here's a quick snippet. Now, what I want to share with you is the wisdom that he bestowed upon all guitar geeks in this Instagram post that contained the playing you just saw. In fact, here's what he has to say. Pre-tour metronome practice. 25 minutes with the metronome is greater than three hours of couch noodling in front of the TV. Believe me, I've tried both. I think that's awesome, and I'm so glad that he posted that because it just goes to show that, you know, the metronome can be kind of a pain in the butt, but it can unlock some serious playing potential. So there you have it, in action right there. Our next piece of news has nothing to do with the guitar, but it's just me being super excited that Marc-Andre Fleury is gonna play for the Chicago Blackhawks in the upcoming season. I know this was announced a while ago, it's taken me a second to process it. I have a new jersey on order. Currently, I'm wearing my, my Kevin Lankinen jersey, uh, which I got last year because Kevin Lankinen just had a standout year. Uh, and now we have Marc-Andre Fleury. I, I mean, I'm sorry, Vegas Golden Knights, but you guys done screwed up. You gave away a stellar goaltender. Anyways, I'm excited about that. I thought it was newsworthy, so I wanted to include it. Our next piece of news, man, I'm flying today. I'm really catching my groove after 200 episodes. Um, our next news item is, uh, I, I want you to help out a fellow guitar geek in need. Uh, have you heard of Toby Walker before? Toby Walker is an incredible guitar player. If you haven't heard of him, uh, first you need to hear him, and then I need to tell you how to help him out and what happened, okay? So here's Toby Walker playing Statesboro Blues. So now that you've heard Toby play, let me explain to you what happened. Rather, let me frame it in a question for you. What if you were playing guitar one day and your fretting hand simply stopped working? And then it started working again, and then it stopped working again. Like you couldn't do anything with it. Like your brain was saying, hey, fretting hand, do something. And your fretting hand was not responding. It's actually exactly what happened to Toby, and it and it makes me it makes me really kind of almost choked up talking about it because I can't imagine that for any guitar player, 
of any level, let alone, you know, Toby, who's a wildly accomplished uh, blues player, slide player, fingerstyle player. Well, he started a GoFundMe because he has to see a neurologist and there's some health insurance stuff. All the details are on the GoFundMe page. I'm not trying to minimize that. I'm just trying to condense the story. Uh, bottom line, uh, Toby needs us, our help. He needs he needs us guitar geeks to, to rally together and help him be able to see this neurologist so they can figure out what the heck's going on and get him on the road to recovery, on the road to playing guitar again regularly. So uh, to check out that GoFundMe page, all you have to do is Google Toby Walker GoFundMe. It'll come right up. Uh, it's the top link, and uh, you'll be able to see it. I believe it, at, the, at the time of this filming, it was actually already funded. But not knowing what's actually going on, it may very well need quite a bit more funding. So if, if you're able to do that, uh, please contribute. If you're not able to contribute, you can still help out by sharing the GoFundMe. So, so please, uh, please take the time and do that, because I think as a guitar geek, thinking about your hand not working is, is a... It's just, it's just plain terrifying. I mean, think of the fun and enjoyment you get out of guitar. Thinking, think of that being, you know, taken away from you temporarily. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, please, please do share that if, if you don't mind. Uh, this next post I have for you is kind of a follow-up post, um, post news item, but it's an Instagram post because, as you know by now, pretty much all I do is scroll Instagram. That's not true, but, but it sounds like that's all I do. This next picture comes from Buendia Guitars. And remember, I believe it was one episode ago, I showed you this wonderful Pale Moon Ebony back. Well, in this picture, you can see the Pale Moon Ebony sides. They're just as striking as the back is. How cool is that? You might be thinking to yourself, that's neat. Wait, what's Buendia Guitars? Who, who, who are these Buendia Guitars? How do they sound? What, what are they? Well, our friend Dustin Furlow got his hands on one, and you're going to hear a Buendia Guitar right now. Here it is. I've got one more item for you today, and it's kind of a combo from Instagram and YouTube. Bob Minner, who I've mentioned before on the show, uh, he just created an EP called Five from, Five from Frankie. And I thought to myself, what does that even mean? Five from Frankie? I, I don't understand what's happening here. Well, it turns out the Fretboard Journal interviewed him not too long ago about his, hold on, 1936 D18. <laughs> yeah, what a stellar guitar. I mean, just saying that out loud is amazing. So what is Five from Frankie? Five from Frankie is his five-song companion EP to the Fretboard Journal number 48 article on his 1936 D18. Frankie is available for digital download now only at minnerguitar.com forward slash store. So make sure to check that out. But you might be thinking, I'm going to check out that album, but first, does this 1936 D18 sound as good as I think it does? Well, let's go ahead and have a listen. So this is Frankie, uh, my 1936 D18, and uh, it's wore out like a preacher's knees, <laughs> but it's such a great guitar, and uh, Norman Blake was really kind of the first person to turn me on to these. I remember buying his Whiskey Before Breakfast album when I was a kid, and, uh, and that huge... D18 sound really captured my ears, um, and I've since talked to Norman about that. Um, the liner note says he played a 1934 bar fret D18 on the record, and that's true. Norman said that's true, but the guitar on the back cover uh, and the front cover is actually a 1936 D18. Uh, 
similar to this. So, uh, yeah, it's a great guitar. In fact, I, I think I'll do a Norman tune. notes i think it's a great time to wrap up the acoustic tuesday show it's it's a great time to say goodbye to episode 200 and look forward to the next 200 episodes of the acoustic tuesday show but before i do that let's just look one episode in the future and see what's going to happen next week on the acoustic tuesday show next week on acoustic tuesday we're going to talk about an incredible guitar player pete huttlinger I'm going to talk about the lessons that I learned from Pete Huttlinger when I interviewed him some years ago. In fact, this is going to be a, a very incredible episode. I'm very excited to share it with you, and I think you're going to find it incredibly insightful as well. That's all happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. And remember, you can catch the Acoustic Tuesday Show every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time right here on YouTube. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And there's one more thing I want you to remember. Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine, as we discussed today. So invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day you play. Thanks again for joining me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek. And I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers and Guitar Geeks Unite.